Welcome, everybody, to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. My name is Rob, and sitting across from me, like normally, is Marty. How are we doing this week, Marty? Uh, oh, hey, man. Hey, no, fuck no. you. You better not be sleeping. It's, it, it's sleep. late, man. I'm, I'm it's late. It's not even seven. But it's dark out. <laughs> no, man, I'm, I'm uh, pretty good. It is dark out. You cannot lie. It is dark as shit out. Not, I'm not used to that getting dark No, nope, there's out. no sunlight. I'm gonna it's still a little light. Haha. It's twilight. So twilight. Cat. We're not we're not glimmering gold. Twilight. Not yet. But yeah, no, it's a good week. Don't take this the wrong way, Marty. But I think you're too fat to be a vampire. Have you ever seen fat vampires? Oh yeah, there is that one from Blade. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, they go. How was your week? Yeah, you can be pudgy vampire. God damn it. Uh, yeah. No, nobody wants to turn me, but you know. It's, <laughs> I'll pay them. Like it is getting toward the spooky and, season. It is. It is, man. No, I'll just pay him like Guillermo does the uh, new season of uh, What We Do in the Shadows. I uh, haven't yet to watch any of uh, those. That show's so great. It's so fucked up. But no, it, it's, it's been an alright week so far. I don't know. It's long in the wrong ways. Uh, game I started playing online. I got back into again here like two weekends ago. I was like, oh man, I'm going to crank up some levels on this. What game? Blessed. Is a Namco Bandai oh. uh, put out big RPG? I was like, yeah, place that some more. Better check my my uh, my mailbox. And I just had like a shit ton of stuff in there. I'm like, oh wow, oh man, I got all these fucking weapons and shit. Oh man, these are all super high level. I'm I'm like level ten. You know, I just recently picked it up. I'm like, what is going on? Why do I have all these drops in my mailbox? So I'm going down through the whole list of things, and I'm like, oh, let's see, what does it say? Nothing. Finally, I come across a, a, a mail they sent out. Uh, we're gifting everybody all this high-level stuff to go have fun with. Because after November, we're not going to be uh, supporting this anymore, and the servers are getting shut down. I was like, well, fuck me. <laughs> There's no point in me even playing this for another month. You know, just, what's the point? Yeah. So I was just like, delete. I guess that was fun while I found it for a while. Oh. But ugh, fuck it. it is I just play Skyrim I and Minecraft, dude. Anyway, so. That's my two go-to games right now. Is Skyrim. I love playing Skyrim oh, from yeah, beginning yeah. to end. Just choosing different yeah, other it's lizard so, people. Yeah, it's so kind of ironic. I like the lizard people. <laughs> the way uh, we talk yeah, about. No man, they're great. A friend of mine fucking absolutely hates them. He just has like just a burning rage hard on to kill all of the. the uh, what the hell? Argosies. The Argonians. The Argonians. Yeah. He just despises them. So I'm like. I'm gonna play lizard folk in D and D. Fuck you. Okay, man. But yeah, no. I ended up finding the uh, they did a new version of Fantasy Star Online two. Yeah. New Genesis just dropped in like August. So I'm like, nah, I'm gonna play this for a while instead. Not as fun, but it, it's Fantasy Star, so I'm I'm cool with that. So that's got me killing time again. But I was just so disappointed, man, because I was just like getting really hardcore into a, a blast where it's like, okay, I'm out on my own doing shit. All right. What do you mean? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Canceled. All right. Well, I, I watched... Like, That's just sad. Yeah. A couple it's nights just... ago, I watched a really cool-ass movie. Oh. In the Shadow of the Moon. Oh, yes. That's yeah. fuck. You seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I is one trippy-ass... That was a cool movie. That yeah. actually kept me guessing. I'm like, what the fuck oh, is yeah. going on here till the very end? This, this is one of those yep. sci-fi, guess-what's-going-on movies till the very end and it yeah, keeps you going till the very end it's really good man. it was kind of long if I remember correctly it was over two hours 
Um, I, I don't know. I just I got engrossed. It, it. I didn't yeah, care. It's, yeah, because I, I remember watching it when it first dropped, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'll check it out. It sounds kind of cool." Yeah, no, really good. Because you're just like, Wait, it's a time traveling sci-fi yeah. movie that keeps you guessing. And it's just like, what is going on now? Oh, okay, oh, okay. I see where we're at. What? Okay, no, I that got ain't this. It. Oh no, no, you don't <laughs> got this. Just keep watching. Yeah, really good movie, man. Really, really good movie. I, I think underrated. It is. From when it came out. It really and it was a Netflix fantastic. movie too, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 It's one of those net, straight to Netflix ones. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it's like a Netflix and that. They actually have a lot of movies that are going straight to Netflix. I watched Day Shift too. I haven't watched it yet. Day Shift is kick-ass. It, Jamie Foxx and good. Snoop Dogg in it. Yep, yep. It and not just because good. of them. It's actually a very good story. Yeah. It's a it's a buddy cop with vampires and right, comedy. Right. Yeah, it's, it's comedy. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it's a... It's a Buddy cop vampire hunter, fucking yeah. Thing. yeah, it looks really good. I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet. Oh, look at it. I was finishing out. Uh, well, this was one of my guilty pleasures is actually Dairy Girls on on Netflix. It's such a fun fucking series. And Dairy Girls short. is that yeah. like Stephen King's Dairy? No, oh. no, it's. Or is it so kind of, I, Northern I got it, I got it, I got it. Basically, they milk cows, right? I, I w- would like to milk some, but no, <laughs> it, it's it's a really fun. Irish show out of North Ireland takes place in the mid The wife must be watching Dahmer. I can hear it in the background. Oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, it's one of those just super short series. They finally did season three, which is the final season. There's only like six, seven episodes. But it's just a really fun comedy show. So I watched all that and something else I finished up to this last week. I've been <coughs> I've been avoiding the monsters. What now? Uh, Rob Zombie's monsters. I've been avoiding it. How was it? I haven't watched it. Uh, I can't bring myself to. I, I eventually will because I've seen every movie he's done. But just there's just nothing appealing about it to me. It just everything seems off. Like I don't know. I I I'm, I'll watch it. I'm eventually going to. Yeah. It, it seems to me like one of those where you're either really gonna love it or yeah. you fucking hate it. Yeah. Most people I know who've watched it fucking hate it. <laughs> And the reason but we're talking like, about the reason we're talking about so many movies is because it is getting to be the, toward the really spooky season, right, one right. of the best holidays in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah of the yeah. season, I should say. And you know what really pissed me off? I knew the movie Trick or Treat with Sam. <clears throat> Love that movie anyway. Yeah. If you haven't seen Trick or Treat with a little kid yeah, in a yeah. class, whatever. Great but, anthology horror. Yeah, thing. it actually costs money to watch it. Yeah, I'm like, really, folks? This movie's been out for almost a decade. Yeah, it has. And they got a sequel years. coming. It is ten years because they are re-releasing it into theaters. Yep, and it is actually uh, getting a sequel. Yeah, it's like it's the, about time. Basically, I compare it to like Creepshow. If you're older, yeah, folks, yeah, you ever yeah. watch Creepshow? That anthology horror. Yeah, this is just along the same lines. You have one kind of mean creature that yeah. goes through it. And now, the, the downside with Trick or Treat was I think it got dumped on when it first. It came did. Out. It just it's nobody got, nobody watched it. Uh, it didn't get shit. It wasn't until after it hit video where people really started watching it and went, holy fuck, this is really good. Same thing happened with Cabin in the Woods, too. Oh, yeah, Cabin absolutely. in the Woods got dumped on in the theater. You yeah. had Chris Hemsworth in it and the other guy, the other, whatever. Yeah. That's some high-powered names in there now, but when it first came out, everybody was like, yeah, this movie's all, dumb. Yeah, they were all nobodies. The only thing behind it was it was Joss Whedon. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't even think our theater even got it because no. I didn't get to go see it. no. I was like, oh, I want to watch that. It looks really good. And yeah, it is really good. Man. It's fantastic. It's it probably one of my favorite actual new IP horror films from probably the last two decades. It, it's that goddamn good. I yeah. love that movie. 
But yeah, there's a lot of them that I think have gotten shit on. Uh, that don't deserve it. And Trick or Treat is one of them. It is a fucking super sweet little treat to watch if you have not seen it. If you have seen it, it's fun to go back and watch again. Uh, the only one that's pissed me off this year so far, usually around Halloween, I watch Halloween 3. I love Season of the Witch. Uh, it's a fantastic movie. It's another one that is, over time, is starting to get an appreciation for yep. it. But like all of August and September on Shudder, they had it on there. I'm like, <laughs> sweet, cool. Get into October, I'm going to watch Halloween 3. Fuck yeah. I actually avoided watching it. It was on some other channel. And I was like, nah, I'm not watching it on here. It's commercials. I'm going to watch it on Shudder. So the next day I go on to Shudder, going through all the stuff. I'm like, there's Halloween 4 and 5, which suck. Uh, but I was just like, where the fuck's Halloween 3? It's not up in my You can queues. get it for three ninety nine. No, it's not available at all. They pulled it off their... Why? Off their library. I was like, what are you doing, Shudder? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Now, I do have places I can go and pay for it, but it's like, at that point, I'll just order the DVD and Blu-ray yeah. somewhere. But I was so pissed off at Shudder. I was like, what, why would you pull this off? It is literally Halloween season, and you're pulling off <laughs> Halloween 3. What is wrong with you guys? Yeah. I was so irritated that I was just like, ah. Well, if you like getting irritated, this article I got for you is going to really irritate you. Oh, no. This is another one. Scientists should watch more movies. Yay! <laughs> we're gonna, definitely we're going to get a different board. We're going to have a drop every time we have to say this. <laughs> right. not shitty. Yes. Oh, my God. This is the title of the article. Scientists grow human brain cells in rats to study diseases. Scientists have transplanted human brain cells into the brains of baby rats, where the cells grew and formed connections. It's a part of an effort to better understand, better study human brain development and diseases affecting this more, the most complex of organs, which makes us who we are, but, as long as, but it has long been shrouded in mystery. Many disorders, such as autism, schizophrenia, are likely uniquely human, but the human brain certainly is not very accessible, said Dr. Sergo Pasca, a senior author of the study describing the work, published week, Wednesday in the Journal of Nature. Approaches that don't involve taking t- yeah approaches that don't involve taking tissues of the human brain are promising avenues in trying to tackle these conditions. The research builds upon team's previous work creating brain organoids, tiny structures within human organs that have been re- also been made to represent others, such as liver, kidneys, prostate, and key parts of them. To make brain organoids, Stanford University fucking Stanford. <laughs> Here we go. Yep. Stanford University scientists transformed human skin cells into, look at this, human skin cells into stem cells, then coaxed them to become several types of brain cells. Hmm. Yeah. Those cells then multiplied to form organoids resembling the cerebral cortex. That's a big word. The human brain's (laughs) outermost layer, which plays a key role in many things like memory, thinking, learning, and reasoning, and emotion. Scientists transplanted these organoids into rat pups, two or three days old, a stage when the brain connections are still forming. The organoids grew so they eventually occupied a third of the hemisphere of the rat's brain, where they were transplanted. Neurons from the organoids formed a working connection with circuits in the brain. Human neurons have been transplanted in robots into ro- robots. Might as well just put them in fucking robots. Right, here. yeah, that's where we're going. Transplanted in ro- rodents before, but generally in adult animals, usually mice. Pasca, a psychiatric professor at Stanford School of Medicine, said this is the first time these organoids have been placed in the early rat brains, creating the most advanced human brain circuitry ever built from human skin cells 
and a demonstration that implanted human neurons can influence an animal's behavior. All right. That just needs to stop, scientists. Come oh. on. Again, watch a fucking sci-fi movie. Yeah. For fuck's oh, sake. There's just one that came out from China or Korea or something where they sent cockroaches to Mars to help colonize to make it more breathable. Have you seen that movie yet? No. They sent cockroaches to Mars like a decade before they go take over. They get there. It's kind of like the Mimic, but with more teeth on like it. Mimic? No, but these cockroaches evolved to where they're humanoid shape, super fast, and kill everybody. Oh, shit. No, I need to see this. Man, I, I tell you what, Korea is, is really the last quite a few years been... That's what, that's that's the new Hollywood I have to go. Oh, but I'm just saying, scientists, you got to stop doing this because you're. They went from skin cells, they took skin scrapings, made yeah. into stem cells, which is embryonic, then turned the embryonic cells into brain cells. Yeah. If you can fucking do that, you better have a cure for goddamn cancer. And and, and put it in a rat. Um. <laughs> it's not even. We're not even genetically related to us at the very no. basic level. It's all because it's a mammal. Yeah. Uh, that is the dumbest thing scientists have done in a long time. I understand, I understand it's for a good cause. Don't get right. me wrong. I understand it's for studying autism, schizophrenia, and probably dementia, and all that. Right. But you, you, yeah, I don't know. There's, they they can bad, go south so fast in a lot of this. It, 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 here's the thing. A lot of bad things start with good intentions. There, there is a whole phrase of, of, you know, the road to evil is paved with good intentions for that specific kind of thing. Uh, all these things get done under the auspice of helping, but you don't know how that's going to spiral out uh, of control very quickly. Um, that just seems like a bad idea. I mean, in, in essence, the Rats of Nim, that is what they did with them, is, is they gave them actually chemicals to increase their brains to get them more human-level uh, intelligence. How'd that end? No, they, they, they took over, escaped, and then went crazy, uh, forming their own societies. Um, no, this seems like a bad fucking idea, man. Just, yeah. Like I said, it, it's Cause like one of those pretty say, good cause, but fuck. Because look at this. One time scientists were like, hey, we did this with rats. Let's go do it with an elephant or some dumb right, shit right. like that. Because well, like, maybe the size of the animal has more tissue. I'm like... Great. Then we have like fucking Hammerfall from net for what the Oh, yeah. I can't remember the yeah. name of the guy who wrote it. Hammerfall? Yep. Yep. Basically, folks, Hammerfall, it's a sci fi book. I cannot remember the author of it. I don't remember who wrote it. But it's a really good book. Basically, aliens invade Earth. And what they are is they're exact replicas of elephants. That's what they look like. Yeah. But the only difference is they have two trunks. Yep. It is an awesome series. There's like three books in the series. Yeah. Hammerfall is the first one, if I remember yeah. right. And there's two other ones, but it's a good sci fi theory. Yeah, just, it, this goes into other things. I remember when Dolly the clone sheep was such a big deal. Oh yeah, and now we don't hear anything about cloning. Oh, I know they're like, oh god, you know, we we need to outlaw that. But you know, you can't tell me that they stopped. Oh, they didn't because after Dolly, there's I, I know I know you know about this one because I showed you that. There's this sheep that they cloned. Yep. Get this, they cloned a sheep like Dolly. But when they milked her, you know what the milk was? Spider webs, folks. Yeah. They actually the milk was spider webs. It was yep. the basic whatever a spider web is. That's what they were. That's what she was producing. Yeah, so they're mixing so mammals with insectoids or arachnid. Yeah. I'm like, that's always a good mix. Way too many chimeras being made. No, I'm not against science advancing, no, no, but no. there needs to be stronger 
guidelines. Like, you can't mix two different species, dude. You're right. Well, like I said, it's one of those things where, like, those stories just kind of disappeared. Oh, yeah. You can't tell me they all just stopped going. They've been doing this their whole life. They didn't just stop because they're like, oh, they told us this is wrong. We're going to quit doing this. No, you've invested your entire life and education in doing this. You're still fucking doing this somewhere. We're just keeping it fucking quiet. Yeah, because you we're know? like, we're going to do something else. We're going to mix cats and dolphins or something. Right. That'd be really weird. Oh, uh, that might be really cool, man. Oh, no. Cats uh, are kind of bitches. I know. I love it. Dolphins are kind of... Assholes, too. Well, see, yeah. They're, what you've done is mix two out of the three species on the planet that actively kill for fun. Uh, all you do is need to mix in some human, and you are fucking set. I'd be like from... Um, uh, behind that cartoon I always used to watch. Whatever. It's basically they create dolphin people. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, yeah. Although I, I would like to see, like, a, a cat-headed dolphin come flipping out of the water. And they'd be like, oh, look at that. That's a dolphin. I don't like water, dude. I don't even like swimming, so I definitely would not want to see that anytime soon. <laughs> I don't soon. want to see that Never. swimming at me, whiskers of a fucking skew. And purring. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, what a pig. No, you're evil. Ah! <laughs> No, in, in us, purring isn't good. That's our aggressive sound. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they, they've harnessed it like like dolphins. At, uh, uh, echolocation. Echolocation. But, yeah, they use it to, like, stun like orcas and shit do. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened? I don't know. You were swimming and... And you're, now you're missing an arm. It's cool. Don't worry well, about it. Well, since we're talking about weird... And... <laughs> we're talking about weird chimeric creatures. Goddamn. Tonight's episode... We're going to talk about strange cryptids seen in the southern hemisphere. Not the northern hemisphere, the southern right. hemisphere of our world. Like some of the creatures that we're just going to hit a whole bunch from tonight. We got a whole bunch, folks. Yeah, no, they're, they're, like I said, uh, looking up stuff, I was like, eh, I'm sure there's a few. Dude, there's a lot. I could probably just do 30 more lists of just weird shit I have never even fucking heard. I just hit even Central and South America. That's all I hit. I went all over the place. I went to Africa, Australia, Dominican because Republic. The, the, the list was so big, I was like, there's so many weird shit right here. I'm not even getting to another continent. You know, I'm, oh. I'm, 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 I'm holed up in risk in South America, and I just don't <laughs> need to go anywhere else. <laughs> We've got our monsters down here, man. That's my army. Well, I'll, I'll start off tonight. We'll start off with the Groot Slang. Ooh. The Groot Slang is an African word meaning great snake. The monster of that name lives in a cave called the Wonder Hole. Hmm. <laughs> in the Richterveld area of South Africa. The story is that the original Groot Slang was found to be too powerful, so the gods subdivided the animal into two species, the elephant and the snake. However, a Groot Slang or to escape their fate... And reproduce. The monster can grow up to 60 feet long. Supposedly, its cave is full of diamonds, but no one knows for sure because the Groot Slang guards it well. The Groot, the Groot Slang has been pictured, pictured was featured on the Cartoon Network series The Secret Saturdays. I have never seen that cartoon. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch a lot of them. It was pretty good, but I never really watched a lot of them. But my question is, that had to be a big a Groot Slang. So basically, it's a cross between a snake and an elephant? Yeah. I, ooh. I don't know. Yeesh. I don't think I like the sounds of that. No. That sounds... Just saying, really it's, it's, it's home is the Wonder Hole. The Wonder Hole. Because it's full of diamonds. Maybe that's got to tie into Solomon's... Oh, diamonds. yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's yeah. same area. I think Congo area. Yeah. So, yeah. Why not? We'll have to look at our, my four-foot map of Africa and see if we can find there it. There we go. Yeah. The, that's the a... Oh, I just saw that. So fucking cool. Because that's got towns in there that don't oh, exist yeah. anymore. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Because that was... 
1920s, I think, was that one? Yeah, that no. map's over 100 years old. Yeah, it's fucking wild, dude. It's such a crazy, crazy map. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, yeah, going into something kind of more mystical like that one, Punishment by the Gods seems to be a good... Uh, it seems to be a reoccurring theme throughout right, all this research. With, with some of these. Uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, uh, it's, I think it's pronounced um, the Mapanguari. This is out of Brazil. Mapanguari. Olive Garden. Uh, oh, God, <laughs> not the fucking Olive Garden. No. Uh, now, apparently the story is uh, Mapanguari was Mapanguari. Something like that. Yeah. That's the one word I can't say tsunami half the time. It, right, <laughs> right. That you got that down. <laughs> but he was a shaman in uh, down in the Amazon rainforest over a thousand years ago. And he had found the secret to immortality. Um, And the gods decided, you shouldn't have that. So they punished him by turning him into a great wandering beast. Uh, Most people, actually, that have said they've seen this thing, equate it to, similar to, like, the giant sloth from ancient times. The Hillocene period. Yeah, some of it have said it's actually like more like an ape, but predominantly the stories are much like a, a sloth, and there are some people that actually believe it is either a remnant of the giant sloth, which I do believe is probably still running around down there, or the... Uh, There's probably a lot of shit in South America oh, we'll yeah. never see. Oh, yeah. By the time we stumble upon it, it will just kill us anyway. Yeah, or, or a leftover of uh, the Megatherian, which was the giant ground sloth yep. that supposedly died out in the Ice Age. But considering it's the Amazon, dude, every year we are finding new amphibians, lizards, bugs that we didn't know existed. See, but that's only small things. You got to talk about like oh, in, yeah. in Southeast Vietnam, they found a deer that was oh yeah the deer is weird it has like flaps on its nose and like yep. and the villager said, hey, this thing is a deer and it has flaps on its nose and its horns on its head. They're like that's too big a mammal to be around here. Lo and behold, three years later they yeah. find this deer. It's like. Oh, those are fucking thriving population of them. Yeah, yeah, hey, they, and they're not—they're not say like elk-sized deer, but they are still good-sized fucking deer. They weigh about they're, fifty pounds. Yeah, they're just stomping around out there. Yeah, and yeah, had no idea it was there. No, I, I think the, the Amazon, for as much as as we've you know apparently torn it down, there are still thousands and thousands and thousands of miles that nobody has really trekked into in ever. Yeah. I mean, there are probably some tribes still out there. One, that we don't know anything about. And and two, that no one's probably in our lifetime even going to see. They don't know they exist. We're never going to know they exist. I know, I know some people, why don't we just, with all our technology, take things over the jungle and find stuff? One, it's a massive area. Two, they've two, done that. We, we've tried. <laughs> um, they've used FLIR, well, FLIR, I mean, not Landsat. Yep, yep. And they've actually found ruins like, oh, that's a, look at that mountain. Let's just try the mountain. Right. Oh, it's not a mountain. It's a fucking temple. Yeah, but but there's lots of that stuff because of how fast and thick the, the, the upper level, of the, the canopy of yep. the forest is. You can't really see down through there. there. There's shit buried, I would say, all over South America that we are probably never going to find. Long gone and never going to find. in our Certainly not in our lifetimes. Yeah. I, I certainly believe there could be massive animals that are still 
trudging along because they haven't been fucked with. Yeah. Uh, nobody's out there to hunt them down. They they're just, they're just mating season. Life. They make. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, what the fuck's that? <laughs> oh, that's the ghost. She's out there. You know, <laughs> and that's where some of those stories do come from. Is yeah. these weird noises. Uh, yeah, no, like a giant sloth like that. Because they're not really carnivorous. No. Uh, everything that they live on is still basically down there. Yep, they should change uh, your diet a little bit. Yeah. Change what fruits you're eating because some of these aren't available. Yep. But these ones are now. So mm, these are good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> here's swallow. this weird melon. Again, a, another plant that we're probably never going to see. <laughs> Just tens of thousands of species of shit down in that. And, and for that matter, even in, in big chunks of the Congo. I think we're never going to see half the shit that's in there. No, but I never see them gray gorillas from the movie Congo. Awesome right. movie. That's a good movie. Uh, I won't go that far. What? I, I like the book. The movie, eh. uh, The book is really good. Mike yeah, Crichton didn't put out a good book. kind of fell off. So, but I got one from the Caribbean, Mom. Ooh. The Caribbean Crowing Snake. Jesus. The forests of eastern eastern Haiti, as well as, par- well as parts of Jamaica, are said to harbor what is known as a snake reportedly around four feet long, with thick ochre-colored body covered in dark spots, and sports a tip, yeah, tail tipped with feather tufts. The crowing snake is said to have had a red crest and wild, just like a rooster. Dick, ro- ha- ah, just like a rooster's distinct vocalization is said to crow like a rooster. Yeah. The snake is said to aggressively eat chickens. That's kind of why would you eat chickens? Well, if you he were? brings them in. Oh yeah. And the islanders will often some. blame missing chickens on the Caribbean crowing snake. Considered by many to be a mere local folklore, many islanders in Haiti will insist the creature is real. Historical cases of the crowing snake being killed. There is oh, there is historical cases of the crowing snake being killed. The partially decomposed body. Sorry, folks. The partially disposed body of a possible crowing snake was made public by a doctor in Jamaica in 1829. The dead snake had waddles like a rooster and features not known on your typical snakes. Well, the creature was apparently killed and shot in eight, again in 1850, again in Jamaica. The, site, the snake is sighted from time to time, even to this day, although most often it is heard rather than seen. Honestly, I, I believe that is an animal that is probably more likely than yeah. a chupacabra. Yeah, because I'll be, it has a wild, like, there's snakes out there that do have weird, it could be just like a frill that we think is like chicken wild, could actually yep. just be like a, a thing to attract mates. Right. I mean, even even look at the rattlesnake. Yeah. Not every snake has that. It's something it's developed uh, over time to be like, hey, don't don't fucking come over here. Yeah, that's why, it, bro, that's why it screams. It could be like have an air bladder, like that one frog that makes a hellacious noise. Oh, yeah, that's the best. The angry frog, they yeah, call it, or some that's shit. That's the best. Uh, no, no, nothing's worse than the, the wolverine frog. The one that will actually, like, when it gets aggressive, and it does tend to get very aggressive, will, like, break its own bones to spear through its fucking forearms to attack you with. Because it's just aggressive as shit. I'm like... Frogs aren't supposed to be mean. They're frogs, man. They're fat, short, and plump. Yeah, no, like you. Things, these things are just aggressive as shit. You if know, you start breaking your arms to attack yeah. me, you got issues, dude. It's like, oh, man, you were I'm, so angry. I'm going to use the straight jacket I got in the other room that I usually tie you up with on Wednesdays. So, oh, yeah. yeah. You're going in here, frog. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? Frogs are supposed to be cute and fun, <laughs> not angry. Although I do like the, the screaming frog. That's goddamn hilarious. Uh, it's one of the. If you've never seen it, look up videos of the screaming frog. It's hilarious. He's just so fucking funny. 
Goddamn, they cracked me up. I mean, don't sound hilarious at all to me. You got a warped sense of humor. They cracked me up as he's just like, like, oh my god, that's coming out of a frog. Goddamn funny as hell. I would run away. That sounds like you after you're coming back from a night at Taco Bell. That's true, yeah. I'll see, that's why I avoid Taco Bell, man. Jesus. (laughs) Although, oddly enough, man, that place always has a line around it. I don't understand. Maybe that's how I know. I know oh. some of the people that eat there are really skinny, just because they're probably just like, oh, oh yeah. I don't no, get it. like he just goes in one and out. Exactly. Or it comes right back off the same one. That's when I quit eating Taco Bell. Was yeah. Sick as shit. Thanks, Taco Bell. <laughs> Please Your sponsor us. Is great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, I don't need to eat there anymore. Just sponsor us, Taco Bell. We'll, <laughs> we'll like you then. I like your hot sauce, and I, I like the Cool Ranch tacos. Those were pretty disgusting. Good. Let's not talk about food. What other crazy, crazy creatures you got? The Taco Bell Chihuahua, man. I, oddly enough. <laughs> El Gordita. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn things. Uh, no, uh, this one is actually out of Chile, uh, called the El Cuero. There's actually a couple other places that do have it, have a different name for it. Uh, but it's usually up around uh, uh, Lake Lacar. And, and El Cuero basically... Uh, means cowhide or leather is what the name means. But this this monster actually resembles like a splayed out hide that goes through the water uh, with a, a bald head and this visible I feel the attack when he said bald head. Right. You're looking As at you me and making fun of my head. As you should. Yeah, you'll go down to Chile and they'll be like El Cuero, El Cuero. Oh, they think I'm cool. Yeah, that's what it is, man. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's a, a hairless head and like a, a clean, visible backbone running down down the back of it. Um, this thing apparently has eye stalks and a mouth on its midsection. And uh, what it what it does apparently, according to their stories, is this thing will actually leap up out of the water like orcas will, and actually attack you. And, and its mouth is actually like protruding proboscic mouth. Yeah. And it'll actually pierce you and, and suck the blood out of you and drain you under the water. Yeah. That's uh, another reason I don't like water. Right. Especially <laughs> dark Amazon water. Because uh, there's some creepy fish in there. But yeah, I know a lot of people think the, the idea of this actually came from some of the, the larger freshwater stingrays mm-hmm. that come up through the river. Except, of course, this one does have eye stalks, a giant mouth, and does have claws. Um, oh, it's exactly like a stingray. stingray you know? Exactly like. But, I mean, it does, his stingray does have a mouth on its midsection. I will give it that. Not really eye stalks. But, yeah, no, apparently, yeah, it, it breaches water. I can see that now because they, have, they actually have videos of manta rays breaching oh. water, which is really cool looking. It, 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 they're a they don't know why they do it. Yeah, no, they're just like, ha, ha, ha. And no, man, rays are cool as shit. Yeah. I, I do, out of the shark family, I do really like rays. I mean, I like all sharks, because they're actually related to sharks, but... Uh, but yeah, no, there, there are a lot of people think that's actually where these stories started, was some of these larger freshwater stingrays that are swimming up and down the Amazon. Which could be, or maybe there is, you know, one with claws and, and a mouth that... Kind of like the alien face huggers. Yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a nice picture to put it out. It it really minds. I got a better is. one to put in their minds. But, but bigger. This one comes from Brazil. It's the Mula Se Cabaquia. In the United States, we have the terrifying tale of the headless horseman of Sleepy Hollow. In Brazil, they wanted to kick things up a notch. <laughs> there, <laughs> they they have a le- yeah, there they have a legend about a headless 
ghost mule that has a blazing fire where its head should be. According to legend, this mule was once a beautiful young woman who tempted a priest. After she and her priestly lover consummated the affair, God condemned her to life to live her afterlife as a headless mule that roams through the city streets. Jesus. At night, she lets out wild shrieks and kicks anyone near her into the afterlife. If you run into her, cover your eyes and fingers. She has, She's said to enjoy eating them and will eat the rest of you if she can get too close. Oh my god. Damn, Brazil, you got some fucked up shit. Don't ever cheat on anybody, especially with a priest. Oh yeah, man. No, that's, they, that's like a very common story like in South America. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they they do in South America tend to be quite a bit more religious than we do. Uh, yes, they are. They, they, they are. They don't. Uh, they don't mess around with their stories. No, of, of like, these horrible things. You do bad things. God's like, gonna kick your ass. Like like our headless horseman is bad. Uh, the Dolahan is really bad. A headless flaming mule kicking you into the afterlife it just seems a whole lot worse. That's than, that's than a, that's next level shit there. Around. That's like uh, the opposite. It's like the opposite of Ghost Rider, right. where the horse is flame and he's flame. But no, yep. it's just the head of yeah, a mule that's, that's on fire. He's not here for vengeance. He's he's here to kill and eat uh, your fingers. Jesus. Oh my god! Ah, oh, Jesus! Also out of Brazil here uh, is, is a creature called the Maracoshi, which is a, a ape man similar to Bigfoot, maybe. Um, stories of it range anywhere from say dwarf size. All the way up to twelve feet, so maybe they're very uh, different ones. I don't oh. really know. I haven't um, seen one. What's that? I haven't seen one yet. I have not seen one either. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, a lot of people down there have said they've you know seen these things. They've been attacked by them. Uh, the most famous one is actually Colonel uh, Percy Fawcett. Really? I was going to mention him earlier in the episode. Yeah, he, he was down here. He was down there quite a few different times looking for stuff. He was actually down there looking for uh, The Lost City of Z. Yep. And if you watch that movie, Lost City of Z, it is a really... Don't expect the ending. You There is no ending to it. Right. It's very open-ended, but it is a good movie. Hmm, interesting. I watched it here like a month ago. I say, I don't think I have seen it. But yeah, no, uh, he, he said at one point when he was down there looking... Uh, for for Z, his party was uh, attacked by by one of these things, and it was actually using bows and arrows. So I mean, it had tool use, but it didn't seem like it could talk. It only made noises, just with grunts and stuff like that, which is typical of our our Bigfoot up here of encounters with them. Uh, but yeah, it eventually fled when they started firing at it. Now, now, Percy was born in like eighteen sixty four, fifty nine, yeah. somewhere in there. And he was down there multiple times, down through, specifically Brazil, because this is the area he believed this lost city was in. Um, he mysteriously disappeared Him in and 1925 his son. with his son and his son's friend, uh, Raleigh Rimmel. Yep. Now, the three of them were, again, looking for this lost city, disappeared. Uh, some people actually down there at the time believed it was the the uh, Mary Koshi that got him, then and killed him. They didn't want people in their area. It, it's kind of a, a cool little thing. It's it's one more guy. How, how many how many white people have have been lost down in that Amazon, l- looking for things that maybe they weren't supposed to find? 
Like, you know, massive cities that they could plunder and yeah. <laughs> rob all of them. I mean, study uh, their, their stuff. But yeah, it was kind of cool. I was like, oh, well, I know that name. Yeah. I know that I just mentioned him earlier, but I didn't know if he would bring it. That would come up or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah, he apparently yeah, had run into these things, and there were a lot of people down there at the time when he just didn't show back up. Had assumed this is what took him out. Yeah. It's a bunch of these... Possibly even these. Or did he find the lost city and just didn't want to come back? But he had he left his wife, so it's a win win. Some days you never know. The watch the movie; it's kind of interesting the way they leave the ending of it. Oh, really? It implies something, right? That's not interesting. Yeah, I don't have to find. Well, now we're gonna go down to Australia. Because you like with Aborigines, they believe what the time we're living right now is actually the dream time. Yes. So this is a creature. This. This first time dream time, uh, the first dream type creature to appear is the Dirawan. Is a goanna, the Australian monitor creator being. The, okay, it's just weird. Okay, I'm, you have to give me. I'll start this article again. Yep. This dream time creature called the Dirawan is considered a goanna, a mon- Australian monitor lizard, which is a creator being that departed knowledge and protection to the. Bunge- I apologize right now because <laughs> I I'm not smart. Bunjigalung Nation, comprising of 15 Aboriginal tribes, the Bungalung believe that the Dirawang shared with them the knowledge of medicine, bush food, astronomy, law, and cultural traditions such as dances, headgear, body design, and songs. The Dirawang is supposed to resemble a Megalina Prusia, big words, a 7 to 10 foot long guana that went extinct around 40,000 years ago. In the battle, in addition to teaching the Bundagalong, how to live and survive. The Dirawang is externally engaged in the battle with creator being known as a rainbow snake. See, okay, I'm going to stop right here. When you get into Australia's cryptids, it's all it's all about the creator beings. And yep. It's more, they believe these creatures are still there, but they're there. They're, they're not lost. They're still there. Yep. The Dirawang once engaged in an epic battle with the rainbow snake when it had misbehaved. The resulting struggle resulted in the creation of a parts of the Richmond River, Snake Island, and Pelican Island. At the end of the struggle, the Rainbow Snake made it to the ocean and became an island, supposedly New Zealand. When the Deer Wong caught up with the Rainbow Snake, he laid down facing the sea to guard against its return. The Guana headlands at Evans Island. Now, New South Wales is believed to be the Deer, Deer, Deer Wong's physical body. God dang it, that's a word to say. The Deer Wong is also believed to be associated with rain. In the Guana's headlands, there's a rain cave where elders of the Bunjala Nation used to go and conduct ceremonies for rain. The Dirawang continues to this day to be an important influence in Bunjalung people. In 1985, a 16-hectare area of Guana Headlands became the first Aboriginal land grant to New South Wales. The legend and history of the Dirawang is a fascinating one and can be explored further. I'll just show you the picture. It looks like a giraffe with a lizard head is what the picture yeah. is. Yeah. But that's like a lot of things like a lot of like we always, I always say, you always say this is Native American people when they see, it basically looks like a dinosaur. Yeah, that's what very, it is, pretty much. Yeah, dinosaur. but when Native Americans, Aboriginals, any of the natives, I don't mean derogatory when I say that term, right? When they see something, there is something there, right? Or at least recently there was, like in their last generation, yeah, because they know what they see, they are in this shit all day, not like round concrete and asphalt all day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Visiting on the weekend, it's like like if I like on the farm and that there's I know what's out there just by looking at. It, but if I had some guy was like, oh, this is pretty nice, I'm like I wouldn't go over there. Skunks are, yeah. I don't see any. I'm like there is skunks there. Trust me. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean you get to know the area. Yeah. Uh, 
The Aboriginals, a lot of their beliefs have always fascinated me. Yes. Uh, even yeah, as yeah. a little kid. Just, just I think introductions of like, uh, uh, like the, the, the dream walking and just to look at them, like, oh, that's interesting. And when you start looking into a lot of their 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 past history beliefs and that, it, it's fascinating as hell. It like, is. You've got a lot of crazy I want to see Ayers Rock stuff. eventually. I want to go there and see oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, and they maybe can meet Yahoo Sirius. He's a natural treasure. He's a natural <laughs> treasure over there, I bet. The, the, the Keaton Pie. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Yahoo Sirius, man. Uh, <laughs> that's that's a name I haven't thought of in a long fucking time, dude. Uh, but yeah, no, man, they're just absolutely fascinating. Just <coughs> well, and, and just the sh- the shitty area they're living in, like the outback. Most of Australia, it is really rugged land. Man. It's it is desert, just, is what it is. Yeah, it, it's a massive island desert with scrub brush and things that will kill you uh, in a heartbeat. It's it, Jesus, man. But yeah, to, to survive out there. They had to have somebody helping them along to be like, hey, don't eat those grubs. Those are deadly. <laughs> These plump ones over here, cut those bad boys up. But yeah, no, it's, it's wild, man. They had a lot of really cool, cool, cool. We're gonna, well, they got some cool stuff. They also got some scary stuff. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about drop bears. Ah, uh, drop bears. Yeah, drop uh, bears. Poor wife. <laughs> what? Your poor wife. Uh, go on with the drop bears, and then I'll tell the story. Okay. The best description of a drop bear is to liken them to a giant carnivorous koala. Yep. They are said to live in the tops of eucalyptus and gum trees and hunt by dropping from tree onto the heads of their victims, knocking them unconscious and then devour- and then devouring them. They are equipped with sharp teeth and razor-like claws. It is said that they prefer to hunt at night and not afraid of attacking creatures that are much larger than them. In all likeliness, these are fake creatures. Ah, uh-uh, I don't think they are. They were invented for the sole purpose of scaring tourists and outsiders. Children are frequently told stories of the deadly koala cousins and how they should avoid them. There are some utterly absurd methods of de- utterly absurd methods of deterring them, like spreading toothpaste or Vegemite behind your ears and on your neck. Although the best method of protecting oneself from a drop bear attack is to hold a screwdriver above one's head for drop bear attacks. It will accidentally impale himself on a tool. Campers beware. Drop bears are out to get you. All right. They, I want to try Vegemite. I really do. I hear about oh, it all the time. It, oh, it's it's rough, man. It, it's, it's very yeast-based, really, is what it is. Yeah. It's I, I would have to say it's a very acquired taste. Much like, I suppose, our root beer that everyone else hates. How can anybody hate root beer? Uh, everybody else in the world hates hates American root beer. I've had Australian root beer, and if that's what they think American root beer tastes like, I would hate it too because it was fucking horrible. Oh. Um, yeah, no, no. Ours, bears. Our, folks, anybody listening to this, like in Australia, I know we got oh, listeners yeah. in Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, all our sodas, root beer included, taste like pure sugar. I'm not shitting. You. It, they got it, a little bit of sugar. they got a little bit of bite on it, but it tastes like pure sugar. Now, to get really good soda, now, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to shit on Mountain Dew because I was a hardcore Mountain Dew drinker That's for a it, long that time. That shit gives me acid reflux. I just, I just don't drink a lot of caffeinated pop. Like, basically, the, the only pop I really drink in the week is when I'm doing the show here. Because uh, at home, I don't drink it. I drink energy drinks, but it's all sugar-free energy drinks. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, Australia with, with the drop bears. Uh, that is kind of the, the national joke in Australia, is yeah. drop bears. And there are places that will offer to rent tourists helmets to to go against drop bears. Well, my wife has, has a friend that she met years ago on uh, Lord of the Rings Online. 
and he's from Australia. And we were all talking one night on the computer, and and we were talking about different stuff in, in Australia. She's like, yeah, it'd be cool to go down there. It's like, oh, there's so much dangerous it's shit, like, you know. It's like and, an 18-hour flight, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah it's 18, 19 hours. Uh, but yeah, he's like, oh, there's just so much dangerous stuff. He's like, oh, yeah, these spiders and this. And I was like, oh, shit, Michael, don't forget the drop bears. And he's like, oh, my God, yeah, drop bears. And I was like, what the fuck's a drop bear? And we're like, oh, man, it's this horrible, like, fucking vicious type of koala that, like, hangs out in trees. And they would just, like, jump down onto people and would just start biting you and trying to kill you and eat you. And she was just like, her, I think her other friend was on, too. And they were just, like, hook, line, and sinker on this thing. And, and eventually me and, and Michael just started fucking laughing. We're like... She's a great, no, it's a it's a made up thing that they do to fuck with tourists. See, I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go I, I think I'm gonna play key. devil's advocate. There may be a case where have you seen koala bears wet? Oh, koalas they are, are creepiest. Now, I, I have a feeling that maybe sometime in the past there were more vicious versions of koalas. More uh, omni- omnivores. Where, the store, the, where these stories came from? No, koalas themselves are assholes. They 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 look but super, they look so cute and fuzzy. Well, yeah, and they are really soft. 90% of them have chlamydia. Um, How do you know this? Have you got tested they've recently? They've done studies. They've done studies. It's, I they are, interesting they are riddled with, with STDs. But really, the, the koalas you usually see are all fucking hopped up on eucalyptus. This is why they eat it all the time. And they, it does help their digestion, but it keeps them high as shit. Um, but yeah, koalas that aren't on a steady supply of, of eucalyptus, fucking aggressive little bastards. They will just come at people. They that, maybe that maybe we just figured out the drop bird. Yeah, right. And it's just like, oh, they are fucking awful. And I always loved koalas. Yeah, until I saw actual, you know, that, not high that koalas. Make, that makes sense. After you don't do the story, I got something I want to tell you. Oh Jesus! But yeah, no, it, it's yeah. We were laughing our asses off. We're like, those aren't real. All the other scary shit in Australia, that's real. Um, but no, drop bears are fake, dear. That's just a bullshit story. See, but I think there might be, now that, I, that you're mentioning that they get high and they get cranky when they're not <laughs> high, that kind of makes sense because in Australia, they do, they there's there's been cases, for some odd reason in Australia, where koala fingerprints have been oh, messed yeah. up with human fingerprints. Yeah. So my question is, did they find koala prints like on a knife or something and it just freaked out and it wasn't high? In, it was like a bad crackhead? Well, yeah, I mean, they they found them in in uh, different places that were crime scenes, and yeah, their their fingerprints are so maybe very it's actually like maybe that aggressiveness one is still out there, and it's slowly breeding up a population of he's, true drop bears. He's, he's like the, the 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 Jeffrey Dahmer of koalas. He's like, you know what? We're gonna get a fucking army of us. They want to make fun of us. Serious? And make money. That'd be trippy as hell because. If you're finding that, it's like Rise crazy. of the Planet of the Apes, but it's fucking angry koalas, <laughs> STD-ridden, angry, non-high koalas, just ready to fucking rain hell. Don't worry, I've been at the zoo. I've Dude, seen we all just this wrote a movie. Up. Hey, this this trademarked koala Rise of the Koalas. That's a new movie that's going to come out to Netflix. Rise of the Koalas. Isn't that any stupider than some of the other? movies? Australia actually makes out? some really good zombie movies. Oh, Holy yeah. Christ! I, hey, if you're listening to Australia, if somebody has. Attack of the Killer Koala Bears. We came up with the idea first. Right. You owe us money. Unless you can prove us wrong. Right. Email, email us. If we're wrong. Email us this movie title at EOTHpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and me and Marty will watch it. No, I, I will tell you some of the craziest, funnest, fucking just out there horror films 
are Australian horror films from like the mid nineties. Yes. They have shit like Body Melt, which if you've never seen it is such a wild, weird fucking ride. Uh, things like Dead Alive, which was Dead, Peter oh, that's, Jackson's. Oh god, that, that movie movies. actually almost made Dead Alive. I, I love that movie. That almost yeah. made me puke because that one's the giant grandma that yeah. bit shit out of recruiter. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it With the evil Tasmanian monkey that's a devil monkey. That's yeah, a yeah, it's the, the, the uh, uh, rat monkey. Yeah, the rat which monkey. Which does make an appearance in Peter Jackson's King Kong. It does? Yeah, they they have a case in, in the beginning, one of the things, one of the, the cases. You're talking about on. the one with Jack Black? Yeah. yeah. Okay, it, it's the, the, uh It's the, the uh, rat monkeys that they have in that case. Oh. I was like, oh, that's badass. That is awesome. Most people probably didn't get that because most people probably didn't watch Dead Alive. I don't remember what the original Australian title was. I just US remember the lawnmower scene. That's, yeah, that's biggest, where it, that and his grandma climbs up the belly and yeah, spits zombies just, out of her cooter. There's just so much gross in that movie. It's so much goddamn fun. But it's good gross. Yeah, I, I think the, the part that killed my friend was the uh, the pussy pudding sequence no. where, where she first gets sick. Oh, that didn't bother that. Yeah, I was that's, like, that's oh, lame yeah, compared to what else in that Watching movie. it, like because he'd already watched it, and he was like, you got to come watch this movie. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm in, I'm in. And so we're watching it, and we're getting to that dinner scene. And he's like, okay, i got to go in the other room because I'm not watching this part. And, yeah, because he went in the other room, came back. Is it done? I'm like, I think so. And he's like, like with, with, with the, the, the pudding stuff? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's done. Really? That grossed you out? He's like, oh, God, it's just so disgusting. But yeah, I think uh, 93, I think it came out. It was rated as, like, the goriest movie of the year. Yeah. Fantastic film. But, yeah, no, Australia, in mid-'90s, Early nineties. Even recently, Australia. they had a resurgence. Like they've had, just, I've seen them on Netflix. Like, sorry, yeah. I can't remember any of the zombie movies, but I've watched them, and it's yeah. actually like like a trilogy of them. Oh, okay. And they just came out in the last couple of years, and they're really good too. And it's it's just yeah, they just had like well, their nineties stuff was just so it, it was shit like Bad Taste, yeah, uh, Meet the Feebles, all this really <laughs> weird <laughs> fucked up shit. Meet the Feebles is fucked up. It was just like. Stuff was all over the place, and it's just a wild acid trip of a ride when you're done watching. You're just like, what in the fuck is going on down I need to watch 95? it again. What happened in 95 in Australia, man? This is weird. But yeah, no, man, it's a great place. But yeah, going back to the drop bear story. But yeah, no, it's, uh, we, all, we had a good laugh about it. She's like, oh, you guys are fuckers. It's like, yeah, well, you should be more worldly and wise. Like, <laughs> Both of us are, you know, fat game nerds who don't leave our place. But <laughs> he just is there, and I'm here. But yeah, no, it's out of the trap bears. Yeah, I think maybe there there was a bit of truth to some. Point. I think there's a more of a kernel of truth. Like you gotta, but you gotta no, koala. What's fucking what, what koalas are creepy as shit. Like, yes, they lose all their fluffy luster, and they're just a disgusting little animal that's coming at you, like some weird kid that you just want to punt across the lawn. <laughs> just Jesus, man, not cool. All right, let's get the cool. bears. What do you got? <laughs> I'm going back to Australia after you tell your story. I got another oh, okay. story from Australia. <laughs> no, this one's primarily uh, from down around Colombia. Uh, it's the uh, La Madre Monte, which means Mother Mountain. Uh, it's basically a, a, a spirit that is similar to the Irish Banshee. Okay. Um, but yeah, she, she's thought to be a, a protector of, of the environment and that down here, but her area, and is very protective of her area. Uh, she's known to have uh, bulging, glowing eyes and clothed in, in, in moss and leaves. Uh, most people have never really seen her. They've just heard her wailing out in the woods. But there are stories that she can control weather. 
and anybody intruding into her area who does not belong there with the different weather and that has caused them to get lost and many times never come back out of the forest. Hmm. But yeah, she's she basically a territorial banshee, but in the jungles instead of, you know, Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I went back to Ireland. Sorry. Oh. We're going to talk about the Hawkesbury River Monster. Oh, yeah. In New South Wales lies the Hawkesbury River, home to one of Australia's largest, Australia's strangest cryptids. All right, I think that's a disclaimer because I got a couple other stories here, and they're a lot weirder than this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nothing against Australia, we love you. The base, simply known as the Hawkesbury River Monster, is kind of an aquatic lizard, much like the Loch Ness Monster of Scotland. Descriptions of the creature liken it to a prehistoric plesiosaur extinct for seventy million years. Sightings report that it is between 7 and 24 meters long. It supposedly has two sets of flippers and a lengthy snake-like neck and head. The monster was first heard of by settlers in the 1800s, although there is aboriginal rock art over 3,000 to 4,000 years old in the area that describes the creature. The settlers were told stories by the aboriginal of women and children being attacked by the Muliwonk or Mirilu, both of them aboriginal names for the monster that lurks in the river. Much like a Scottish cousin, the Hawkesbury River monster has gained significant attention from the scientific world. Many hunters and cryptologists have spent decades trying to locate or catch the monster. There has been hundreds, there has been hundreds of reported sightings, so the odds are the monster hunters will be scouring the area for many years to come. Mm. Maybe the bunyip that's also in Australia and them two are kind of related. Oh, yeah, yeah, it could be. I, I was going to say, I think... Uh... Is that also where they had uh, estuary? Is that where they had the, the firehawks? I didn't uh, see anything about firehawks. Uh, yeah, no, they, they were birds that, that were... That might be an Africa. would swoop down and, and start fires. Like, everybody thought oh. it was just kind of bullshit. No. Well, then they actually oh, yeah. found these things. And yep. There was a type of hawk, and what they would do is they would get burning kindling and would drop it into shit. Like the tall grass, yeah. and they would force the animals out and to get hunt. Forces, and they're like, oh, not exactly how we thought they were going to start fires, but they weren't full of shit. They, these birds really are coming down and starting fires. Yeah, yep. so they would get these like lightning strikes. They would get like some of the coals and that, drop it into this tall grass to light it on fire and chase rabbits, whatever, yep. and would That's down why and this, go, this goes back to the first article, folks. Do not put human brain cells in other animals because that hawk is probably smarter than some of the people that I know personally. Oh, yeah. He's no, like, oh, I can't get any food. I can't catch any rabbits. Yeah. Here the hawk is, picks up a piece of the wood, yeah. drops in the grass, and eats 10 minutes later. Yeah, yeah it's just burning them out, man. Now, it's, sadly, there, there are people I've met in my life that I would actually have more faith in my cat. Uh, being smarter than they are—that's that's not nice, but it's it's factual. Yeah, but I want to say I don't know if it was Africa or Australia where the fire hopper hawk. I want to say it was Australia. It could be. I didn't see any. I didn't find them in my perusing of information. Yeah. On the well, technically, it is just an actual bird. Just yeah. Really that's how fanciful get stories like the natives seen this, oh, yeah. and everybody's like, "Oh, that's full of shit." They're yeah. like, "Yeah, that's like pretty close to what you just said, but it's just off just a yeah. little bit." These birds, well, I'm sure from what they saw, the birds came down, the fire sure started that... in the grass, and they flew off. Yeah, yeah. But uh, holy shit! What you see is what you. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're not seeing the initial, but whatever. then where they get the 
fire started from, you'd think, oh shit, oh, yeah. it. Oh, fuck that. It's like, yeah, no, they can't do that. Oh, here they are using that tool. So don't even give me that shit. Is it, is it my turn or your turn? Uh, it don't really matter. All right. So in Australia, this last from Australia. Deep in the Murray River of South Australia lurks a terrible race of creatures known as the Madulzi Wank. Details of the creature vary. Some say that they are a race of merfolks. Others say that they are a single giant monster. One thing is constant. You don't want to mess with them. Supposedly hiding under clumps of floating seaweed, the Mujwak destroys fishing nets and disturbs those who are foolish enough to enter its territory. Though some locals and others claim that the Mujwak no longer exists, they still thrive in stories told to naughty children to keep them from playing by the river after dark. I don't know which idea is more scary. One giant big thing down there fucking stuff up. Or a bunch of little or, or a bunch of merfolk fucking around, man. They're, like I said, I love water, but I am also terrified of water. And the idea of a bunch of mischievous merfolk. The more I fuck that. The more I do this podcast, the more I'm figuring out I really do fucking hate water. <laughs> I do not enjoy this water. India, nothing is you, but I'm not going there. You got awesome food, but I'm not going to India because you get killed by a damn leopard. <laughs> There's too many dangerous things there. I can get some food here, man. Yeah. I can get food here. Uh, no, here, here's another one actually out of Colombia. And this is another stark protector of the wildlife down there. Uh, the Barana. Uh, this is an odd, creepy fucking thing. It just gets weirder and weirder as the, the description goes on. Uh, this thing is very, very tall. Uh, it has backward-facing feet. And, and the idea behind that is that it confuses its its enemies because it doesn't know which way it's actually yeah. faced. Uh, very tall, pale skin, also covered with, with black hairs. Now, the ears on this thing are very large and facing forward. <coughs> Excuse me. They are forward-facing, not on the side like ours. So they are a, a directional hunter, if you will. Uh, the thing has fangs. Very nasty fangs and massive swinging genitals. Sounds like so, you on a bad night, right? It's just like this, this big, hairy, pale, awful thing with fangs. I gotta go to the bathroom. And, and just a, a a hammer swinging dong, just like chasing after you with backwards goddamn feet. Uh, the the downside to this poor creature is is its knees are not actually jointed, so if you can get it on the ground, it has a lot of trouble getting back up. But uh, uh, creepier yet is is its two primary attacks. Uh, this sounds more like a and d monster than something wandering around uh, the, the Amazon. But uh, 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 first, it, it actually will crush its victims uh, with its weight, basically liquefying as much of the insides as it can. And then we'll, we'll pierce the body and suck out all the liquids that it's now squished. Its other more terrifying uh, attack, in my opinion, is its lethal poisonous urine, which it blasts out of its giant swinging dong. I'm like, what the fuck kind of monster are you coming up with, Columbia? This is just, horrifying. Now, just think if they got crossed right with drop bears, they'd be shooting out chlamydia at the oh, same time. Oh, Jesus, yeah, chlamydia and poison urine. Awesome. But yeah, no, it's a, a, apparently this thing, if it's if you come up against it, if you can't get it to fall, because it can't get back up real easily, you can actually uh, placate it by offering it tobacco, because apparently it, it likes tobacco. Or you can run away from it backwards, because that then confuses it. Um, 
<laughs> as it watches you run away. Oh, crap, where to go? I think I would run away from it backwards as fast as I could because I I want to see which direction the the massive you know poison cock is pointing. Because um, I kind of want to avoid that, I think. But yeah, no, this thing is like a seven eight foot tall with just a. a Massive. It, it it reminded me in my head of like the miniature or the uh, Minotaur from uh, uh, Your Highness. The, uh, the giant, I've seen it a long time. Uh, the giant cock that he ends up cutting off the Minotaur and wearing as his necklace of of his victory over the Minotaur. <laughs> just oh, awful. What kind oh, of pervy movies you just, watch? I do. It's just great. But yeah, no uh, honorable mention on this one. I think uh, comes the Duende. Which Duende. I think we could do a, a, at least part of a show just on Duendes down in Mexico. They, we could tie them in with gnomes and that. Because. Oh, yeah. Because this is uh, basically what they are. is they, they seem to be in Mexico and some parts of uh, Central America, I believe, too. But they are a type of uh, little folk yep. that just kind of, like, pop up. Uh, there are tons of videos, if you want to go look at them, on YouTube. Some of them, I think, are blatantly fake. There are a few, though, that I have watched over and over and just went... <sighs> Which ones? Are you talking about the one, like, it's in like, the city? Just different ones where it's, like, just this little thing, like, runs around the corner yeah. in, in the house. Yeah. Some of them, it's like, ah, that's that's probably set up. But there are a few of them that it's like, oh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that that was not normal. Or even the one with, uh, their, their, like, little two-year-old is playing. They got moved into a new house. Oh, yeah, it's in the kitchen or whatever. And, yeah, they're in the, the under, under the I kind of put that covers. one under scrutiny because why do you just have a video camera on your kid? I, well, I think they were just, they had, my only thought is they had the camera she was playing in there. Yeah. Oh, they might have been in another room, hell. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, you, you see this weird little hand, like, reach out to a little girl and then go back into the dark. I was like, oh, God, even if that's fake, that's creepy as fuck. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, look up, look up Duende videos. Uh, like I said, some of them it's like uh, that seems a little too much to be to be real. But there are others where it's like, oh, there's just not enough there that I do kind of believe this and watch. I have, some of them I've watched many times. I actually got into those. Uh, a kid I was working with for a little while. I uh, was from Puerto Rico, and he watched a lot of these. He's like, oh, Marty, you got to check these out. I'm like, eh, okay, I'll watch some of these. Yeah, no, some of them were just one of those where it instantly creates goosebumps when you see it. It was like, oh fuck, that's creepy, dude. And then I watch it multiple times and be like, okay, man, that one is really bizarre. I don't have an explanation for this one. But yeah, no, they're they're really cool to check out. They're oh, yeah. Mischievous. I don't think they're inherently evil, uh, but most people don't want them around. A lot of times they will like leave food for them. To get them to go away and to keep them out of your house, but yeah, no, it, there's some really creepy Duende videos. Oh, I, if I remember yeah. correctly, it's, seen... it's uh, spelled D-U-E-N-D-E. E. Yep, Duende. Uh, and anything even close to that will usually pop it up. Yep. Anyway or just type in evil fake creatures of uh, right, South America. Right. Yep, yeah, it, e- evil evil Mexican gnomes. I think it pops yeah. up a bunch of them. But yeah, no, it's there's some. Creepy shit. Duendes are, are a cool little thing, but yeah, they, they tie in with Faye. And, and we, like, just, uh, creepy. Yeah, I'm going to jump to Africa now. Uh-oh. And everybody knows the Mecklemobi. That's one of the great oh, creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But have you heard of the Papa Bawa? Popo Bawa. Uh, I'm not sure yet. Macaulay, I've heard. But the Popo Bawa is a 
fairly recent man- manifestation reported in Zanzibar and Tanzania. The creature is a demon who appears as a normal human by day and a one-eyed bat-winged monster at night. The Popobawa attacks and sodomizes both men and women in the dark of the night and particularly vicious to those who don't believe in him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> attacks were first reported in 1965 on the island of Pemba. Reports of the attack come every few years with a large number in 1995 attributed to mass hysteria. Some think that the attacks of the Popobawa can be traced to waking dreams or night terrors in which the person experiences hallucinations somewhere between lucidity and sleep. The name Popobawa is Swahili translated Swahili translates to batwing. First of all, if you're having night terrors or waking dreams where you get sodomized, you better have there's something else in there. Well, I, I, I can understand, I guess, a, a mass hysteria of things. I, I know those stories kind of can, can spread. But it seems odd to me that there would be enough people having this same night terror to have it spread that widespread. Like, it seems like there was a big blow-up of this in 95. Uh, I, I don't see enough people having this same night terror of being ass-banged. By, by some one-eyed bat thing, uh, you know, for it to be just a coincidence that everybody just went crazy for a year. Ah, Jesus. Yeah. I, I mean, that is relatively new, starting in the 60s. God, even but there was, there's crazy. also, if you do a little bit more research right. into it, and if you go at the time where this happened, it was reported, there's a lot of military uh, yeah. regimes coming to effect, and yeah. that's what they're tearing it down to. Because there has been stories of us as our United States government in South America is saying, hey, we've used this reverse psychology. We're going to go kill these insurgents, like they said in like the Green Berets, they strangled them. And what they did is they pierced their necks like a two hole, so they thought the vampire was attacking their troops, yeah. and it spread like wildfire oh, yeah. in South America. And they're like, don't go here, vampires kill you, and so, or whatever they call them. Yeah. yeah, especially when you get into some of those areas that still have a very... Uh, Military regime. Well, they they have a high be- higher belief, I think, here than here yeah. of some of these kind of superstitions. Uh, it, it seems to work. Philippines, I imagine, it would work really well. Filipinos hate horses. They're scared to they, death of they horses. They have monsters for every single goddamn horrible thing in the world. They have yeah. some monster there, and and yeah, nothing nothing against Filipinos, but yeah, they they do. They make awesome food, dude. Oh yeah. Just culturally, their culture does seem to still hold on to a lot of the older ways and older beliefs, uh, which does, I think, sometimes make you do more susceptible to those kind of yeah. uh, psyop stuff that we do. Yeah, and, and we we've put a lot of <laughs> what time our government and paid does our not money. do psyop work. Come on, Marty, right. our government we, does not we've, do we've anything. We've paid a lot of money into our government over the years to make sure things like this work. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's just a fact, man. It's yeah. whether you want to admit it or not. We we've put a lot of money into weird, stupid shit. Yeah, we're gonna... some of which works, and some of it just is silly. But so, do you have anything else? I really don't. There okay. are plenty more. We're gonna go we're gonna through. have to do a part two of this at some time. Oh yeah, because no, there's absolutely. I got a lot here, like plant zombies and shit. Like oh that. yeah, yeah. No, there's so folks. We're gonna end this here shit. a little bit over an hour, and oh, we're gonna do we'll definitely do a part two in the next couple of weeks. So we'll do yeah, a part two to this. Here. So. Yeah, All right, have we got anything crazy. else for these wonderful listeners? I do not. We are closing in on Halloween, so everybody enjoy that. Don't be well. Be safe. <laughs> well, you know, be safe. And remember, folks, reason. Halloween 
is about being scary. Nope, not being about. I've had this argument all the time because at work they're having a Halloween contest. Yeah, right. And I told you this, but I don't think I said it on the podcast. No. They're like, I said, oh, you can dress up for Halloween. I'm like, you couldn't handle me dressed up as Halloween. Right, right, right. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't believe Halloween is supposed to be cute or funny. It's supposed to be scary. Right. And they're like, <laughs> somebody said, go talk to HR. I'm like, okay. Not in a bad way. I'm like, yeah. So I said, somebody wants me to dress up for Halloween. I said, what is not allowed? And this is what she said. No boobs, no butts, no bellies. I'm like, are you serious? They're the only threes I can't right. do. Right. And I'm like, well, what are you thinking about? And I showed her my picture for my costume last year or the year before. Wow. Last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last and year. she's like, no, you can't dress up like that. I'm like, see? There's no boobs, butts, or belly. You're right. I'm like, what's wrong with it? That's too scary. And you got to deal with the public. And I'm like, you said we could dress up. And you got guys here last year cross dressing. So. Right. Yeah, I know. I mean, are, are we really dealing with children who will be terrified of this? Come I don't on. know. A couple of times I've dressed up for Halloween. I've actually scared full blown at darts. I mean, at work, though. Are you going to be dealing with At work, yeah. At work. Oh, God. <laughs> so that one year I took off from Foxy's and I actually went down to my work. I walked oh, down yeah, to work yeah, with yeah. my big costume. I had people freak the fuck out when they saw my costume. Which one was that? That's the one where I was on stilts. Oh. And eight and a half feet tall. Yep, 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 yep. No, I was going to say, yeah, they, they have no idea they fucking Pandora's box were like, yeah, you got to dress up. No, you have no idea the, <laughs> the links that he will go out on, on fucking Halloween stuff, man. It is fucking wild. And impressive. I have to post pictures of my stilt costume. Yeah, you've had a few over the years, man. Where it's like, oh, dude, what the fuck? You had that one demon where you had the horns and all that. Yeah, shit that's too. that was yeah, that was quite a while ago. That I was, actually did that one last year again. It's yeah, like a different yeah, variation yeah, it of it. Variation. But I have yeah, one. no, it's uh, he goes all out. You don't understand workplace. That's <laughs> probably not what you're looking. He's not coming in dressed as the you know the whoopee cushion man. That's not what's going to happen here. No. That, uh, so I probably won't dress up for work this year. <laughs> silly, silly fools. Because I should have uh, picked up some more stuff when you are down at that convention. That was, I was like, I could spend a couple hundred dollars there on some of the gear. And oh, for five yeah, years. no, it's easy. I All right, let's so stop much. talking. Right. Babbling on. All right, folks. Marty has nothing for you. I have nothing for you. Thank you for listening to us. Please like, share, and subscribe. Rate us. Share us with your friends. Better yet, share us with your enemies. Because if they don't, if you like us, then they probably won't. All right, folks, have a good night. Bye. Thank you.